welcome to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. The opinions and ideas expressed on this show are solely those of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com and its guests. This is the very best of professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. Once again, you already know what it is, and you already know where you have roots. It's the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast anywhere in the world being recorded right here in New York City, my hometown. This is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Hubbard. What up, though? To everybody listening on iTunes, Google Play, The Daily Smart, Stitcher, BodySlam.net, and right here at the home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast, HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. I salute you and I thank you. We have another big time show in store for you tonight. Once again, it's March 8, 2019, and we have reached Fast Lane Weekend. It's WWE Fast Lane Weekend, the last pay per view stop on the road to WrestleMania 35 taking place in my backyard, in my home of the New York and New Jersey area. At MetLife Stadium coming up in April. But before we get to WrestleMania, we got to get through Fastlane. Before we get to this Fastlane preview show and my esteemed guest that I'm about to introduce, I got to make sure I remind all my business owners out there to project yourself in the best possible light. There's only one place to go, and that's Hotsprayer.com. I'm talking about web development. I'm talking about web platforming. I'm talking about everything you need to make sure that your business pops in the best possible light on the internet. You know you got to do it right. So make sure you go to Hotsprayer.com. Check out their portfolio. Check out the companies they've already worked with. You want to make sure you add your name to that list, y'all. You know I'm not going to steer you wrong. Do what you got to do. Go right now. H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. That's Hotsprayer.com. Because we love tech. And I'm going to tell y'all something, man. For all my listeners out there listening nationwide, I'm getting listeners all over the country. I'm getting listeners in Canada. I'm getting listeners in Australia. I'm getting listeners in Mexico. I'm getting listeners in South America. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. But I got to let this be known specifically for all my listeners listening in the New York and Westchester area. Everybody gets their laundry done. And the best way to do it, the most convenient way, is drop off service. You want to make sure you avoid having to throw your clothes in the laundry. You want to make sure you avoid having to take them out, dry them, and fold them up yourself. It's super convenient. Just drop them off. Well, I got to tell y'all something. For everybody in the Westchester, New York area, Becky Bubbles Laundry Center located at 3 Huguenot Street in New Rochelle, New York. Again, that's Becky Bubbles Laundry Center in New Rochelle, New York on 3 Huguenot Street is giving you a very special deal for listening to the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. Go to Becky Bubbles, drop off your clothes, and make sure you say the special code HUBHEADLOCK. Again, that special code is HUBHEADLOCK. If you say HUBHEADLOCK at the desk where you drop off your laundry at Becky Bubbles on 3 Huguenot Street in New Rochelle, New York, you will get 10% off. Yes, you heard that right. 10% off. That code is only valid from March 8th until March 23rd. After that, there's going to be a new code on a new show. 
So you got to tune in for that too. But from now, March 8th, 2019 through March 23rd, you go to Becky Bubbles Laundry Center on 3 Huguenot Street in Nourishell, New York. You say Hub Headlock and you will get 10% off your laundry drop-off service. All right? Make sure you let them know Hub of Wrestling Weekly sent you. Say Hub Headlock at the desk and get your 10% off on your laundry drop-off service. And we are going to get it popping just like that. So with that being said, we're going to get started on tonight's show. And I'm going to introduce my esteemed guest. I'm talking about a guy who is starting or has started, I should say, a website. A news source website that is taking over the country. I'm talking about a massive following he has on Twitter, a massive following he has on his website. He's very smart, very educated in the world of professional wrestling. I'm working with him myself. I'm a contributor to the website as an editorial guy. I'm doing some writing for him, and it's really a fun and cool situation to be able to share knowledge about professional wrestling with this guy. He's become a friend of mine. Very astute, very observant, very smart very educated in the world of sports, entertainment, pro wrestling, whatever you want to call it. He is, ladies and gentlemen, the chief editor and founder of Bodyslam.net. Once again, the chief editor and founder of Bodyslam.net. And he's here, right here tonight on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast to give you his take, his predictions, his preview of WWE Fastlane coming up this Sunday night. He is the one and only, my good friend, Cassidy Haynes. Welcome to the show, my dude. Hey, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's the best intro and I've ever had. I'm going to have the hearts to come everywhere I go in the place. Man, that's fantastic. <laughs> no doubt, man. It's love, bro. I appreciate you, man. So listen, we're going to jump right into this thing, man. We got so many late developments going on. I appreciate you jumping on the show. I know you have your hands full of Bodyslam.net. Believe me, I know firsthand because uh, it's, you're shining right now. But to take the time to do my show, I appreciate it, brother. Hey, man, no problem, man. Always looking forward to it. That's what's up. So, yo, we're talking about Fastlane, man. One of the, in my opinion, one of the more, uh, I guess, thrown together pay-per-views in WWE history, recent WWE history. Um, but I guess it's necessary considering the fact that they're just trying to continue to build anticipation for WrestleMania 35 or WrestleMania in general over the past three years since this pay-per-view, or I should say four or five years since this pay-per-view has been in existence. Uh, the latest installment will be this coming Sunday night, March 10th, from Cleveland, Ohio's Quicken Loans Arena. And uh, obviously, Raw and SmackDown will be both represented as all pay-per-views are since about three years ago. And uh, like I said, the last road, the last stop on the road to WrestleMania. How do you feel about the buildup thus far? And uh, I guess the Fastlane gimmick or Fastlane pay-per-view uh, logic in general, man. Well, yeah, as you said, it seemed pretty rushed and thrown together, but, I mean, it is the fast lane, so I, I guess that's the, that's the gimmick for this pay-per-view, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It looks like a good bridge as far as to get where we need to go for WrestleMania. Um, it kind of shaped up a little bit better than I thought it was going to right here at the end, but I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to the show. Looking at the card, it looks pretty good to me. Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So let's jump right in, man. You know, um, my undisputed... Um, Tag Team of the Year in 2017. Uh, looks like they're on the upswing once again. The Usos. Um, we all know that 2018 was kind of owned by the New Day. But in 2000, 
uh, 17, and even up until now, the Usos have been one of the top teams on SmackDown and WWE, period. They are once again the SmackDown World Tag Team Champions, and uh, they're going up against The Miz and Shane, uh, a team that we never thought would have won at the Royal Rumble. At least I'll speak for myself. I didn't think they'd win at the Royal Rumble, but they were successful. Uh, they lost the titles, um, and now are going to be challenging the Usos for the belts at Fastlane. Obviously, more likely than not, the winner of this match will go into WrestleMania as a SmackDown World Tag Team Champions. How do you see it playing out, and how do you see uh, what's your view of the storyline building up to this match? Right. So, what I think is going on with this one is this is obviously like a, a, a bridge to get to the WrestleMania program, and the Usos just a byproduct. I think this has nothing to do with the tag titles. It's to get Shane versus uh, the Miz at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm thinking they're going with this. So what we're going to have, I, I assume the Usos are going to win. There's going to be some kind of controversy. Somebody's going to, you know, they're not going to get along during the match. It's going to set up their singles feud for the last month leading into WrestleMania. That's where I go with this. I mean, you're going to have the Usos winning, of course. Right. I just don't see any purpose of putting the titles back on the Miz and Shane. If you're going for that direction at WrestleMania, and I, I assume that's where they're going, it doesn't make any sense to keep them as a tag team for, to me. But I mean, it should be a good match either way. All those guys really show out every time they do. So I kind of look forward to seeing how they really take it. You know, what they're going to do to get to the next pay per view, what they're going to do to get these guys going. It should be kind of just kind of interesting. Yeah, no doubt, man. You know, it's funny because you talk about how uh, the Usos, the Miz, and Shane are good workers, and that's obvious, but. I think The Miz continues to be, I won't say underrated. It's kind of hard to be a WrestleMania main event and win the WrestleMania main event and consider yourself underrated. But I will say I think he's a bit underappreciated um, for his improvement over the past four or five years. And I'm almost sad to agree with you about the inevitable Miz versus Shane matchup because I really like Miz as a face, man. I, I do too, and he could they could still use Miz as a face when he's that feud too. You know, Shane can be the bad guy. True. Going into this, it just depends on how they do it because they built Miz up so much as being, you know, the, the base here. It, it kind of would make sense for me to think that they would go with Shane being the heel coming out of this, and you know, the whole authority role and all that is already established. So, I mean, I don't, that's the only it would make sense to do that to me because they built, like you said, they built Miz up as a baby face. They got his dad involved. It's, they got the TV show going. It just it would make sense to me to. To keep him a, a baby face going into going into WrestleMania, which speaking of, I, the only WrestleMania that I went to was the one where he headlined, and it was Cena versus The Miz nice. in the main event. That's the one I went to. So I agree with you saying saying he's under underrated. I, I I will say that people are very they don't give him the appreciation and the respect he deserves. The Miz is by far one of the top top guys in the company. Absolutely. He's unbelievable on the microphone. He never never puts on a bad match. He's he's I, I will say he's underrated. Yeah, underappreciated, definitely, but he's definitely underrated as well. No doubt, Cassidy. And you know, at the end of the day, man, let, let's start. Let's start giving this man the respect he deserves. Let's stop. You know, the 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 real world was twenty years ago. Okay, he's he's far surpassed that. He's earned his spot. He's a mainstay, and uh, he's definitely a, a big time star in the company. Um, I too think the Usos will come out victorious. I too think the Miz and Shane will nev- inevitably fight at WrestleMania. I disagree that The Miz will be the face. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. But I think they'll swing it where The Miz actually uses his dad at Fastlane to manipulate Shane in some kind of way. Uh, don't ask me how. But I just think The Miz... Hey, I would be all about that. Right. Okay. I, 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 think he's a better, I think he's a better heel than he is a baby face. Okay. 
I just I just don't have confidence that's where they're going to go with it. But I, that's what I want to see. I want Miz being a bad guy. I want Miz to be the heel because I think he's one of the best in the company. Would you let him do it? Gotcha. So that's where I would love that. I, I'm with you there, man. <laughs> no doubt, brother. No doubt. So like the like I said, the Usos. You agree the Usos will come out victorious and. You know, oh, this yeah, will make no two years in a row where the Usos go into WrestleMania as tag team champions after that long stint where they weren't even making the show. Uh, Well-deserved by, like I said, my 2017 Tag Team of the Year. Uh, and I think they're well on the road two years later to possibly doing it again, considering what's going on with the New Day, potentially. We'll get to that in a little bit. But um, before we do, let's actually backtrack a little bit because I kind of overlooked this match, not intentionally, no disrespect intended, but just announced last night on SmackDown, or excuse me, Tuesday night on SmackDown, um, Rey Mysterio and Andrade are going to go one-on-one in a singles match during the pre-show. I'm a little disappointed about the pre-show aspect. Matter of fact, I'm disappointed about the fast lane aspect because with the show that these guys have put on on SmackDown, they actually deserve a spot on, on WrestleMania. And there was rumors going around that somehow the U.S. title would reach one of these guys and it would be a U.S. title match at WrestleMania. Obviously, that's not the case. Hey, we still have a month to go. Who knows? But as it stands right now, Rey Mysterio, Andrade, Fastlane preview show. Uh, what are your looks uh, about that one? I agree with you. I, I can't believe that's their pre show match. Um, but, I mean... At least it's a match that you know is going to be probably one of the better ones on the card. So maybe that'll get people to turn into the kickoff pre-show right. compared to usual. Because I don't know, I, you got to put something on there. Looking at the card, what else would you put on that pre-show? Uh, you know, it, it, it is the expendable match. You know, looking at it, there's no title involved. There's it's not one of your main storylines. Mm-hmm. So it is it is the expendable pre-show match. Uh, at least it's a, a very good one for once and not just a kind of filler match that they sure. pretty serious to have something going on. But, yeah, I, I think that those two have definitely put on some of the best matches on SmackDown this year. and Well, in the last year, not just this year, because we're still new in the year. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I'm interested to see what they go with us to, to record WrestleMania, too, because I heard the same thing, that they might be involved in the U.S. title scene, but I'm not sure that's the case anymore. It doesn't look like it, so... Are we going to continue their feud into WrestleMania and maybe make something more of it, or are we just going to piece them together with something? I, I don't really know yet. Well, I guess we'll see a little bit more, I guess, this weekend what happens. I'm not, I'm not too sure there. Absolutely, absolutely. So well, how do you see the match playing out? I actually see Rey Mysterio coming out victorious. Uh, much to my chagrin, might I add, I think Andrade deserves a pay-per-view win. Um, I don't see it happening in this particular case. Just a hunch. I just think Rey Mysterio comes out on top. What do you think, man? Uh, where are the, where's their series at? Who who keeps coming ahead for the most part during their singles match on SmackDown? Was it Andrade? No, I, I believe Andrade. Mm-hmm. I believe they're one and one. I believe no, I'm actually wrong. They're I'm one wrong. and one. So Andrade, I apologize, I'm wrong. Andrade won the first one, and then Ray, they were both epics. Andrade won the first one. Rey Mysterio and Andrade wrestled to a no contest with Jim, when Joe interfered in the second. That's right. Okay, so hmm. you know, this is awesome too. I I, I think. Uh, to me, it would make more sense to have Andrade go over because he's your young star. You're, he's he's the, the Mexican superstar that I think they're trying to build mm-hmm. up to you know, get that audience in. But, I mean, you got Rey Mysterio. Putting, Rey Mysterio putting him over is always going to be good for his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but more than likely, I think you'll have Rey Mysterio go over here just to have that big face celebration pop and the you know all the 
all that jazz to get the kids excited and stuff, and then maybe build to something bigger. So I, I agree with you. I think that Ray Mysterio will take this one. That's a fact. That's a fact. Shout out to uh, Zelina Vega too. I actually got a chance to see last night in um, fighting with uh, fighting with my family. A really good movie, and she was AJ Lee in that movie. So. Really, uh, shout out to WWE, The Rock, whoever else put that put that thing together. Page, obviously, dope movie. I don't know if you got a chance to see it, bro. I haven't. I uh, I wanted to. I was busy all weekend, so I didn't get a chance to do it. But it's on my list of things to do. I actually almost watched the stream of it uh, on online, and then I was like, ah, just a little blurry. I'm gonna wait and go see this in the theater. I'm gonna actually pay some money for it instead of being that guy. So yeah, no, it's on the cards. I was gonna. Add- I'll ask you later how you watch it. Tell me all about it. But I'm glad you know. I'm glad you enjoyed it, though. No doubt, no doubt, man. You'll you'll definitely get your money's worth with that. I, I had the same logic. Should I stream it now? Nah, support. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, and the reason I did that is because I I was thinking about it because you know it only what made eight million opening weekend, and a lot of people saw it as a huge success, and a lot of people saw it as a failure. So like, man, I'll throw my ten bucks at it. I'm not. I'm. I can. I can. I can spare ten bucks. So there you go, my man. My man. I agree. I agree. So, we move into the main card. We actually, you know, like I said, that's my fault. We talked about the Usos and the Miz already, which are obviously, and Shane, which will already be on the main card. But um, backtrack a little bit to the to kickoff show. Now we're back on the main card, and we'll be on the main card for the remainder of this podcast preview show for Fastlane. The Raw Tag Team Champions, the much-deserving Raw Tag Team Champions, but there's a lot of controversy about why they finally got what they deserved. We can talk about that if we want to get into that a little bit, but let's talk about the match first. The Raw Tag Team Champions, the Revival, will defend against Chad Gable and Bobby Roode and what was scheduled to be Johnny Gargano and Ciampa, but unfortunately, uh, we're getting some really negative news health-wise. Um, I'm going to let you take the reins on that because uh, I want you to give your opinion on um, what the match would have been. Now we have Alice the Black and Ricochet, which are two n- not bad substitutions, but, you know, DIY would have been a really, um, really cool fit. But unfortunately, one half of that team is uh, might be on the shelf for a while, brother. Yeah, it sounded like uh, Chompa's looking at a, he's got to have neck surgery, it, it sounds like, and I'm reading what six months to over a year mm-hmm. at the worst, so he's going to be out for a long, long time. And we were actually talking about this before we started recording. That uh, I asked you if it was if, if he is got being diagnosed with spinal stenosis, which I think you said you thought that's what it was. Which, yes, yes. That's the edge injury. That's the Sheamus injury. So this could this could be bad, or it could be he can work through it like Sheamus did. So. We're just going to see where this goes. But, yeah, I mean, that's a disappointment, man. I mean, a lot of people were really excited about seeing DIY uh, back together, which, you know, honestly, me, man, I didn't understand why you put those two together on the main roster anyway after you have them as two singles champions. One, I, it kind of made it make sense to me anyway. Just It seemed like it was just to make people happy because they liked the two, even though it didn't make any sense with their storylines. It seemed kind of forced. But if you're going to replace them with anybody, I guess Aleister Black and Ricochet is the most serviceable and – easy replacement, you're not going to miss a step with those two because those guys are fantastic in the ring. Absolutely. But I, I, I don't see them, those two even really factoring in. It's going to be between Bobby Roode and Gable and the Revival. One of those teams are going to come out. And I'm afraid that it's not going to be my boys, man. You know how I am. I, I'm, I'm from Asheville, so that's why I'm Yeah, a little bit, of a, personal, time, little bit of a personal relationship going on there. That's your boy. Yeah, man, that's my guy. Man, that's my boy. We went last month, last September, we went to the Bigfoot Festival here in town and hung out all day. Man, that's my guy. I've known him 
Man, I've known him for almost 10 years, so I, I was really happy when I got the belt. But I, at the time, I was like, well, this isn't going to last. I figured this was just issues with why they might have got the belts and to appease them after the whole them happened for their release, which I broke that story, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. but nice. Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it's the same thing with the Usos. The Usos got the belts because I heard they were unhappy and their contract's up in a month. So, I mean, you, got, you put the belts on these guys you don't want to lose. Maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, but the Revival are stuck here for another year at least. And what's going to happen if they do lose this? Are they, do they fall back to the bottom to be forgotten about and work the main event without a uh, without any intro to their, their ring entrance anymore? Wow. I mean, that's what we do wow. with these guys. So, yep. like, you know, that was this week. That happened this Raw, didn't it? Like, all of a sudden, they come back to a commercial and the Revival are in the ring already? Yeah, we're talking about the tag team champions. This is ridiculous. This, I, and I, I, again, people flip out on me on Twitter for complaining about this all the time, but yeah, these are tag champions. Don't feature them. You don't feature the belt. I, I just don't get it. I, mean, I don't think they're walking into WrestleMania as the champs. They should. They're the, probably the best tag team on the roster, with the exception of the Usos. But, yeah, this one, I'm going to go Gable and Rude. That's where I think they're going to come out winners on this one. I think Gable. And I hope they use the heel stuff to do it. I hope they fully commit to being a heel tag team. It's kind of like they're, they're starting to get that way this week with the way they appear and all that stuff. So put them heel, let them win. That's probably what will happen. I think Gable and Root is a logical choice. Um, I understand how you came to that conclusion, and unfortunately, um, my my head uh, agrees. But I, I'll go with my heart on this one. I say the revival retain. Um, I, I don't know why I'm believing that. Uh, I, I really am probably just fooling myself. But it, they, they've deserved it for so long and to rob them of it now. Not that, you know, the powers that be over there think with their hearts. They certainly don't. Um, but let's hope that in this particular case that the Revival, who, by the way, it's not a charity case. These guys are deserving of the championships. Let's keep the belts around their waist. Let's get some momentum going for these guys. And hopefully they do walk into WrestleMania. I have my doubts about whether they'll be on the card. I hope I'm wrong about that. But let's hope they walk into WrestleMania as the champions. I say the Revival retain. Hey, I'm all about it, man. I'm, I'm hoping you're 100% correct on that one. So that's something I get behind as well. That's what's up. That's what's up. So let's talk about another tag team championship that'll be on the line. Uh, the Boston Hug Connection. I hate that name. Love Bailey. Love Sasha. Oh, so bad. Oh, man. Love Bailey. Love Sasha. Hate the Boston Hug Connection name, but whatever. Uh, the Boston Hug Connection will defend against Nia Jax and Tamina. Obviously, Bailey and Sasha are the first ever women's tag team champions, which is not true because in the 80s, you had the Glamour Girls and you had the Jumping Bomb Angels, but we're supposed to have forgotten about that. So, okay, they're the first ever tag team champions in the women's division, Bailey and Sasha defending against Nia Jax. Uh, the ultra-popular Nia Jax, wink-wink, hint-hint, laugh-laugh, yeah. <laughs> and Tamina. Um, I guess Bailey and Sasha retain because Nia and Tamina are so bad on the microphone and so bad as it pertains to uh, crowd reaction. But then again, maybe I'm lying to myself because the fact that she gets booed out of the building, maybe that's something they want to take advantage of still. Is that Survivor Series um, you know, stench of what happened with uh, Becky Lynch still on Nia to the point where it can still be taken advantage of, or now is it just an annoying thing where people want to don't really see her at all? Who knows? I say it's the latter. I say Bailey and Sasha retain the titles. What do you say? 
Uh, you know, this was one of those where I'm, I'm going to kind of go out on a limb here and make a prediction that this is kind of like that Miz and Shane situation where, like, we've been rumored to get that Bailey-Sasha Banks feud and WrestleMania match for a while, right? Right. For a couple of years now. Why not make this the way to get there? You know, there something happens, they lose the belts, they start feuding, and then you get that final that match next next month that will probably be a, one of the best matches on the card if they do do it. But true, true. The, tag, the women's tag team division, I don't understand it. It's kind of like it's just as confusing as the men's tag team division. Like, what what teams are you gonna what who who can replace? Other than the Boston Hunt Connection, which you said is terrible, and Nia Jackson Camino, like what other teams of Riot Squad, I mean, who, nobody, they haven't built anybody up to really be a force in this division. They haven't, and it's the Iconics, the aliens, Iconics are more like aliens, a, Banks. right, and the Iconics are more like a joke in my opinion. They're two beautiful women who are annoying. That's how I look at the Iconics. And they're doing, they do a good job of that, and yeah. it's a great, I love their, I love the Iconics. Oh, you they're, do? They're you do? The oh, okay, okay. But, you know, they're great. They're good heels. They're great on the microphone. They do a good job, like, getting under your skin, which is what they're supposed to do. But are but, they good Are they good in the ring? I don't want to go off on an iconic tangent, but... <laughs> okay. But, yeah, but there's, they're, they're, they get exposed in the ring. You know, okay. when they get out there, they start, they look a little loose. They start, the matches kind of get sloppy from time to time, but that, that whole division just confuses me, like... I don't know what you do here. Do you are you pushing the tag? Are you pushing Bailey and uh, Sasha as the tag team, the face of the tag team division? If so, like I guess they go on here and then they build towards something at WrestleMania. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know, man. It would make more sense to me to to push that as a singles match on the card at WrestleMania, but I doubt they'll do it. They've they've changed their plans so many times on that that I just have a feeling that we'll probably get the stupid Boston Hug Connection celebration team going on again for more, which doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. The name's terrible. The name doesn't even fit. It, I mean, I get what they're doing. They're playing off the, the Rocket Sock Connection or whatever, but like that doesn't even make, that doesn't even fit the rhyme scheme. Man. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And you know something? Uh, they, had, they had lightning in a bottle, man, when, and this is almost, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. I can't even remember how, because of how long ago it was. When, when Bailey beat the crap out of Sasha on Raw. They had lightning in a bottle. But for some reason, yeah. they 86 that thing. And before you know it, they're back They're they're back in the therapist's office. Shout out to all therapists. I'm going to school to be a therapist, so shout out to therapists. But anyway, <laughs> they, um, they go back to the comedy routine that worked excellently for Kane and Daniel Bryan. But, you know, Sasha and Bailey are not Kane and Daniel Bryan. So... It came across a little bit corny, and now it's almost forgotten that Bailey beat the crap out of Sasha. I hope that you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that Sasha, in the back of her mind, for what's going on, probably feels like a year now, remembers the beatdown that Bailey gave her, and this was all a big setup to get her revenge. But I have my doubts. I think Sasha and Bailey retain. I think they really want these women's tag team titles to mean something, and I think they take those titles to WrestleMania. I I think that if you want to make that to make that feud, that match between Bailey and Sasha something that people are going to get behind, you do what? You do this. You have her, like you said, for revenge for that. Get back at it. Just leave her there. Like, I don't need you. Goodbye. Now you don't have the titles without me. What are you going to do? You know what I mean? Just give them to the other teams. But, but Nia, Tamina, the Riot Squad, and the Iconics, and Fire and Desire, and all these teams that, you know, really can't wrestle by themselves, a lot of these, a lot of these guys, you need to protect them on the tag team. 
let them do the tag team division for a while, and you've got your two single stars that you were building the singles division around, do singles matches. That's what I would hope they would do with it, but, you know, we'll see, I guess. We'll see. That's a match that I don't I don't know. I have no idea on that one. I, like you said, flip the coin on that one. You got, that's your best guess on there, what they're planning on doing. No doubt, no doubt. Well, speaking of fire and desire, uh, desire is in action at Fastlane. I'm going to tell you something. Mandy Rose, obviously, look, we're men. She's a beautiful woman, right? Let's put that to the side. A blind man can see that. But her storyline and her storytelling has gotten a lot better. It's a little bit Trish Stratus-y 2.0, okay, from, from the early 2000s. We, we, we get that. but And there's been a lot of uh, backlash about, hey, Mandy's kind of a knockoff Trish Stratus. Whatever, okay, because she's beautiful and blind. Let's get off that for a second. Let's talk about what she's doing. I'm a big Naomi fan. But I like that Mandy Rose has kind of gotten the upper hand in that situation. Um, I like the fact that Mandy Rose has continued to be kind of like this vixen. I like the uh, DeVille uh, combination of Fire and Desire. I like the fact that they're together. She's going up against Asuka for the Women's Championship. Like, who would have thought three months ago, two months ago, that Mandy Rose would be in this position, man? Mandy Rose is on the doorstep of walking into WrestleMania as the SmackDown Women's Champion. Does it happen? Talk to me. No, it okay. doesn't happen, unfortunately. Uh, just because... Uh, I, can you really think that a singles match between Mandy Rose is going to be something you want to feature on a WrestleMania, your biggest show of the year, with the title that you're trying to... I mean, you're trying to legitimize this women's division on all accounts. Mm-hmm. And no offense to Mandy Rose, I, she's just a little green still, you know, still. Just a little bit, like, you got to protect her some. And that's why they're putting her in there with Asuka. I think if you're going to put her with somebody, you put her with somebody that can take care of her and then make her look good. And Asuka can pretty much make anybody look good as long as she wants to, I think. Right. right. So, ho- hopefully they put on a good match. Um, I would actually like to see this storyline progress a little bit further. It's been kind of makeshift real quick, kind of pushed together. But mm-hmm. uh, who, who else are you going to have challenge Asuka if you don't? Just work with this and try to build this up from here. You're going to start over with another program leading up for another month? It, it makes sense. I mean, there's nobody to go there right now. That was the whole argument for last month is what are you going to do with Asuka? What are you going to do with Asuka? Like, what's her deal with WrestleMania? Well, you got something for her now. Like, why don't we just build on that instead of just using this as a bridge to something else? I mean, you'll be starting up. You'll be back at where you were last month, again next month, if you don't carry forward with this. So I'd like to see what they can do here. Give Mandy a chance to really, you know, shine, assert herself, and maybe she surprises everybody and becomes a big player in the division. I right. mean, she's got the look. She's really not bad in the ring at all. No, she's not. I mean, she's not. It, it's not at all. I mean, it, it could be good. It really could. But what are you going to do with Sonya Deville there? They're a tag team. So are you going to split them up as a tag team, do singles, and they're just kind of like a name? Or, or like a it, – it's weird, and This whole division is weird to me. It is. It I don't is. know what to do with it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna I'm gonna appeal right now. I'm gonna appeal right now to the founder and CEO and chief editor of Bodyslam.net, and I give you all these credentials that you earned because I want this to really make sense to the world. That right now I'm speaking to an educated guy in the industry. I'm gonna give you my outlandish, off the wall SmackDown Women's Championship prediction. Are you ready for it? I want to hear it because, man, you've been right on before when you and I have been talking. You've got some good 
some good ideas in there that end up panning out. So let's see what you got, man. You hit the nail on the head before. So maybe you've got something in store that we'll, we'll, we'll put, a, put a good plan together for this division because it needs something. Appreciate it, man. So listen, I'm about to blow the world's minds right now. And, and hopefully yours, my brother. Here we go. I say Oscar retains. And I say that Oscar goes into WrestleMania with no opponent. And I know that sounds crazy, but let me finish. I'm about to, I'm about to bring it home, okay? Oscar goes. I will do it. She has no opponent going all the way up until WrestleMania. I'm talking about literally like John Cena waiting on Undertaker time WrestleMania. That's how long she doesn't have an opponent. Asuka decides she's going to show up at WrestleMania, right? Without an opponent. Hey, nobody's ready for Asuka. Nobody's ready for Asuka, right? Mm-hmm. People are going to think about who might come out. I'm talking about literally SmackDown Live Women's Championship Open Challenge at WrestleMania. I think the woman who is going to lose the NXT Women's Championship the night before, Shayna Baszler, answers that challenge. I say impromptu, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, WrestleMania, your thoughts. That would be great. That would be a great I mean, you get your debut out of the way. Bring up a, a an already established and proven challenger. Uh, and you don't have to worry about like a storyline to get her in there and why it makes sense. You've already done it. It's, it's the AJ Lee page thing all over again. Just a different night. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I think that'd be great. Like, cause you, like I said, you don't have a match for her anyway, really, or a program. If you're not going to do that, just give her something like to make a debut happen, and then you'll get a good match out of it either way. So that would work. That would work well. Just saying, man. Just saying. Don't, you know, I, I know, like, it's a bit outlandish, but that's what'll make it awesome if it comes out right. So, you know, well, I guess that remains it, to be it, seen. It, it could, yeah. It definitely could work out just well. One thing that you have to think about, too, is what they're going to, are they going to bring her up without the rest of the group, without uh, Shakir and uh, Justin, you know, are they going to leave them behind? And not bring them all up together, or are they gonna they're gonna separate them and see what happens with Shane on the main card and or the main roster, and then her friends down there still training NXT. So I think you make a good point on that. that There's no doubt that the the rest of the four horsewomen are not ready, but it's not would not be the first time that WWE brought somebody up who's not ready. So. They they could obviously you know they need Shane. Is that an Eve Marie jab? Ah, <laughs> that's why you're one of the best in the business, my man. Yes, that was an Eve Marie reference. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. My thing, man. Did you ever see? Did you ever get to see Eve Marie wrestle live? I have not got a chance to see her live. No, never. Okay, so her wrestling wise is pretty bad, but man, as far as being able to work the crowd, the crowd hated her, and she did a great job. Doing that, so I see why she got called up her quick. Okay. She had the look, she could work the crowd, but man, they need that that ring. She needed some protection in the ring, so. Little, that, that, I knew that's what that was. I mean, everybody's all, all hates on Eva Marie, man. And there's a chance she might. She's interested in coming back, so we'll see how that goes too. We'll see I, if she does come back. I hope she comes back a lot more polished, my man. <laughs> well, hopefully too. I mean, uh, what she had? Who was, was it? Brian Kendrick was training her. Yeah, was one of the best. There? Yeah. And if you can't if you can't learn from Brian Kendrick, man, I don't, I don't know. But yeah, that's a fact. That's yeah, a fact. That, I like your style. I like your I like your thoughts though for the women for the SmackDown Women's Title at WrestleMania. I think that's a good one. I think that could work. I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna 
I support your theory and your your, your uh, wild card shown it there. What might happen? I like there you it. go. As time continues to pass, if we don't see an announcement for an Oscar uh, opponent, then this thing gains more steam. But just my luck, they'll announce yeah. their opponent the night after Fastlane. <laughs> No, no kidding. Or you see something happen, you're like, oh, that's what's going to happen. We watch Fastlane, there'll be some kind of random run in here. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. It'll, my whole theory will be washed out before Fastlane's even over, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But, um, okay, so let's, let's, let's move on, man. Because That was fun, by the way. Thanks for that, bro. That was fun. I like that, dude. No, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so I just, I just dropped an article on Bodyslam.net. Um, exclusively on bodyslam.net about 10 minutes ago my god and i'll tell you what the shield back together round four round four notice the exasperation in my voice cassidy round four (laughs) i love i love that that roman reigns is back god bless you roman reigns health and wealth for the rest of your life that's awesome but again we got the shield. We got Baron Corbin. We got Drew McIntyre. We got Bobby Lashley. Uh, I guess the shield win. I guess I, I don't know, man. Talk to me. I'm 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 out of gas with the shield thing. Uh, I mean, I, I think the only reason you put them back together is that the crowd loves it. You want to get some some of that that sympathy, like oh, that nostalgia going mm-hmm. around this. This whole match doesn't make. Sense. I mean, the other team, the Corbin, Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley group. I have no, I have no understanding with why you put those three in a group together. And people have yelled at me and argued with me on Twitter as to why it does make sense mm-hmm. because of how they wrote it. They're like, oh, they had a history with this, this, this. That doesn't. That was all to me makeshift and just kind of thrown together, uh, like anyway in the first place. But yeah, you're gonna then they dissolved them, and I was like, okay, well that didn't last. That made sense. It's yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. Without even like, they don't have a name. There's really no. There's nothing that ties them together other than the fact that, you know, oh, we kind of were mad at this one guy one time, so now we're a team. Yeah. It just, they're expendable. I, the Shield has to go over here for the whole, like, welcome back, Roman, the fans being happy, blah, blah, blah. But then maybe you'll get something afterwards with Dean turning on everybody again. Right, right, right. Maybe. Because I've heard that he was, the, what was the rumor? Rumored WrestleMania match was this match minus Dean with Braun Strowman involved for WrestleMania. That's what I kept hearing. So, oh, wow, okay, okay. Yeah, that was the match I heard in WrestleMania, was you got Roman, uh, Seth, and Braun against... Oh, no, Roman, Seth, and Dean against uh, Corbin, McIntyre, and Lash, which didn't make sense either, because Seth Rollins had his match. So, I mean, maybe do something with Braun Strowman here at this at fast lane, because he's not even on the card, is he? Yeah, he's not. He's not. He seems to be lost in the shuffle completely. So, he's not on the card, so that's where you get him back in. Okay. Maybe right there, but... I don't know. That that this whole thing just kind of seems like a filler match to me, honestly. And if it wasn't, if the name the Shield was involved in it, this would be a match I would argue to go on the pre-show because it just has no point and no real. It's just a filler gap, space filler with names to put something on these guys. But absolutely, they'll put a good match on, and everybody will be happy because everybody loves the Shield and Roman Reigns. But for me, I agree with you. It's stale. It's been done four times now. Uh, like who didn't know that? Who really didn't think they were not going to put their fist together and be all on team again on Monday? Exactly. Come on, man. Yeah, so like you said, it's been recycled. It's been done. I don't know. Do something with these guys to make me interested. I'm not interested at all. Like, I have no desire to watch. I mean, I'm going to watch it, of course, but I just, I could care less what happens in this one. Yeah, some, sometimes these things, you know, Cassidy, sometimes these things are just not meant to be. I mean, the first run was awesome. 
you know, and they made a decision uh, creatively to split them up. The, the second time, Dean got hurt. The third time, God bless him, Roman got sick. Yeah, I mean, we're going on the third reunion, fourth overall, you know, time them being together. It's, it's, you're right. If it, if it ends at Fastlane, okay. But this, this shouldn't last longer than Fastlane, am I right? Uh, I, I would hope not. I would hope not. Because, I mean, it's one of those, you know, is Dean going to leave now? I mean, it's changed fine having him come back and letting them do what, put this together. I mean, is it going to make a difference? Mm-hmm. Is he gone? Because if he's gone, like you guys ended up wired off somehow. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I really don't know what they're going to do here. Like this is the one that has the question marks for me, right? Because this is the one that has the most storyline implications, but yet no really, no real uh, direction yet for me where they're going to take it. Yeah, I, so, I couldn't. I couldn't. This, agree this, more. this is the big. This is the big mystery to me. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. There's so many people involved, and there's so many like people that could be pushed different directions storyline wise, and it's 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 just a mystery to me. Like this whole match confuses me. I mean, I got Shield's gonna win. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Probably Shield's gonna win. <laughs> That's the only thing I can put my finger. <laughs> I guess, I, and it's like I say it like kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, the Shield win, but then what? Like it's like okay, like Bobby Lashley fledgling, Drew McIntyre underutilized, Baron Corbin horrible. Versus the Shield. Okay, I guess the Shield win. You know, that's pretty much where I'm at with it. I love Baron Corbin myself. What? Wait a minute! No! That guy's a natural heat magnet, bro. What the hell is going on around here? Have you ever? He's another one. Have you ever watched Baron Corbin live? He is so good to watch sound live. Oh my! From the from the apron, he's like working people at ringside. He's got he gets everybody into it, man. He's an athlete, dude. That dude. So it, 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 this bothers me because I respect your opinion. Like if I did, if I did not respect your opinion, I would disregard this. But now I'm trying to dig into the far reaches of my brain and try and figure out what you're. T- now I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, is he a heat magnet? Yes, he's a heat magnet. Yes, he's athletic. Fans, all my people listening, have a name of that match. Uh, name a bad Baron Corbin match where it's like his fault. I was like, man, this guy's going to be something. 
if he can actually get the momentum behind him. And he's kind of in a, a spot now where it's just a stable and he has no momentum and direction. Where are they going to go with him? Where are they going to go with him? It could go bad and turn out terrible because they just underscalized him and didn't do anything with him. Or they could find some, they could find something to do with this guy and people can see that he can actually go if they give him a chance. I mean, he's good, man. He is really good. I hate this. I'm one of those guys where I don't like to give people a lot of credit when they don't deserve it. Right. I'll talk some trash about you, but man, like, he's one I'll argue with because I have never seen anything from him that makes me think that he's going to be terrible and he's never done anything to where he's risked injury on anybody. He's, he's going to be good, man. He's just, he's green too. I mean, this guy wasn't, didn't want to be a pro wrestler, man. He was an NFL player. <laughs> yeah, he was. He, he was. He was. He's done well, man. All right. Well, this, just, is, this I, is what I'd I'll like do, man. I really would. This is what I'll do. I'll, I'll do something I never thought I would do because I respect your opinion. I'll revisit this thing, man. I'll revisit this thing because yeah. I, I I gotta I gotta take another look, I guess, because you know I've always blamed the monster. When I mean the monster, I mean Baron Corbin more so than the machine, which is WWE. So maybe it's more the machine's fault than it is Baron Corbin's fault. I'll take another look at it, Cass. But I'm oh my god. Yeah, that's my thing. Is you hate him? You don't, you're not you, you don't like him because of. He does such a good job of making you not like. No, no, now check this yeah, out. Now, yeah. now, like, like, no, check this out. You know, you know me well enough to know I'm gonna. I appreciate a good heel. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I appreciate a good heel. Heat is a good thing, but there's different kind of heat. Like Daniel Bryan, we're gonna get to him in a minute. Brilliant heat. To me, Baron Corbin, annoying, scratching on a blackboard heat. There's a difference. Yeah. I think that's the heat he's going for too. Though. Okay. Okay. All right. I kind of, I have a feeling that's what he's going for, man. I like, I like, it's one of those where you, you just want to not like him just by looking at him. <laughs> well, you know, he doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to do anything if people are going to boo it. Right. And it's right. that best. I love it. It's just something simple like that. It's like that scarf. When Jericho had the scarf, people hated Jericho there at that point, even though before they got behind him, of course. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, right. oh, they love Jericho. But right. Initially, first, initially. Yeah. That scarf, man, people just, you were, not liking him just by the look of him, it's just something simple. And I think that best is brilliant. I'm so a fan of it, man. <laughs> I'm with you. I Listen. I wish there was some better Baron Corbin merchandise, and I would buy it. <laughs> I'm that guy. Maybe they'll sell Baron Corbin vests. You never know. Dude, that they're missing out, right? <laughs> I think I tweeted that one day. I was like, missed opportunity, Baron Corbin, Baron Corbin vest. Oh, my like, that's God. That's a missed merch opportunity, man. I'm telling you. You're on it. I like where your head's at. <laughs> well, you heard it here first, man. Bodyslam.net's own Cassidy Hayes and Hubbard Wrestling Weekly. Sean Hubbard dropped the dime, dropped the major information, man. WWE, if you're smart, you drop those Baron Corbin vests, and we want some royalties off of that thing, man. Don't play around. Definitely. I want my one cent off every T-shirt sold or whatever it is they give the guys. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Whatever CM Punk was complaining about, want to get like a fraction of a penny off every t-shirt or something yep. stupid like that. Exactly, exactly. Oh, my God. That's good stuff. All right, I'll think about it, man. You're the first person in a long what? time. Go, go into go into something open-minded on watching Baron Corbin. And I think you might, like, if you, you might, just watch how he does in the ring, man. Watch everything about him. He's going to, you'll see it a little bit differently if you go into it just trying to appreciate it more than just, like, knowing you hate this guy. So you'll, you, might, you might be able to find a little bit of, Way to to get behind him as a fan there. You watch him Good man. Everything he does, man. He's one of those guys. I'm telling you, it's just like the camera's not even going to be on him, but he's going to be working somebody in the crowd as a heel. He just 
He knows how to do it, man. He's really good. I'm with you. Well, you know I'm objective, so I'll take another look at it. I promise you that. Yeah, for sure. All right. So, listen, let's move on, man. We're getting ready to the to get to what arguably is going to be the main event of the evening, but I believe uh, the WWE Championship will be the main event. So we'll get to this one first. Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Um, Wow. Cassidy, I'm, I'm, I'm almost out of gas with this one, too. Obviously, I still love Becky. I have a great appreciation for Charlotte. We're talking about with Baron Corbin. I think uh, Charlotte's a little different. I will take another look at Baron Corbin, like calling him annoying. But yeah. Charlotte, Charlotte is um, that brilliant heat that I was talking about. But anyway. Becky and Charlotte. I agree. She's great. Charlotte's yeah. great, man. Absolutely. I, they, uh, uh, I guess it was before the Survivor Series a couple of years ago. They had a SmackDown in Greenville, South Carolina that I went to. Okay. And it was, was it Charlotte versus, I forgot who she was wrestling, but somebody made a, they made a comment about her, about Reed, about her brother. And man, that was like, she's got some heat, man. She's good. I can't remember exactly how it was phrased, but she, her dad, she's been around the business, but she was one of those two that like, she never really uh, was she wasn't going to be a wrestler. You know what I mean? Like her plan was to survive. Right. So right. she's just natural, man. She she never I mean she came into this straight from the volleyball straight to the NXT and you would think that this woman's been wrestling her whole life. Oh yeah. She's so the real Charlotte's she's the real deal. It. She's great. Charlotte's a Hall of Fame talent in my opinion. Already. I agree hundred percent right there. Yep. So she's gonna she's gonna but be taking all match, that brilliance into uh no, talk to me. Say what you were gonna say. Obviously this match is, is your storyline bridge progression to get to WrestleMania. We've yeah. already know that we've all heard it's gonna be a triple threat match. Right, we know this. So is, is there any doubt that somehow Becky's not gonna get into this match? I mean Charlotte can win and it's gonna the whole keep the keep Becky down, keep Becky down thing, and then finally she might work her way in, but I see Becky winning somehow this one and just getting it over and getting her in there. I see Becky losing. I see Becky losing. You see Becky losing? That would make more sense to me, but at the time, how are you going to get her in that match now? You know? Um, you got three weeks to get her into that WrestleMania main event from here. I'm going to ask you a question. You're a historian. You're a student of the game. Uh, in 2000, when The Rock lost his shot at the, the WWE Championship at WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania 16, however you want to put it, how did he get back into, mm-hmm. how did he get back into the main event? What did he have to do? Oh man, I don't remember. All right, I'll call me off guard. What did he have to do? He had to put his. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't study for this one. Yeah, it's all, no, it's all good. It's all good. I, I know you know, but when I tell you, it's going to come back to you. He had to put his career on the yeah. line. Okay. He had to put his career That's on the right. line. Yeah. Um, I think Becky loses. I think because the whole world thinks that Becky's going to win. I think Becky loses. Um, I think it'll infuriate the crowd. I think um, it'll obviously be what everybody doesn't want to see. But I think the next night... Yeah, Becky, that would really get Charlotte over. Oh, yeah. Think how much that would get Charlotte over the heel if she now keeps Becky out of that match. So oh, I mean, yeah. that would make a lot of sense. I could even see, like, Ronda Rousey running in and interfering and costing Becky the match. Oh, yeah. She's a heel now. By the way, yeah. she's... I like... Look, I'm not going to say she's... There's nothing about Ronda Rousey I would, I would say is bad. She's very athletic. She's gotten better in the ring. I think she cuts a pretty decent promo. But I like the heel turn. I like the heel turn on Monday the night. The heel turn was the best. That's the best she's ever been on the mic. Yeah, exactly. Like, hands down. Hands down. Like, the face promos, the shit seemed very scripted and forced to me. Because when she was speaking, I was, she was using words. I'm like, man, that girl, she ain't never, she's never going to speak like that. She's never going to use those words when in regular 
conversation and she's trying to talk to me. So I kind of like the heel aspect better because it seemed more like realistic and passionate and like legitimate to me. So I could, and I always see her as being a heel to me. Like she's a badass. Like why? Yeah. I, mean, I supposed to fear this girl. I to fear this woman. So I like her being as a heel. I think that'd be great. And I actually, I, I, want, I want to see what you said. I want to see that she kept out of the match. I like Charlotte to win because it makes Charlotte even more of the heel. It yep. puts her over so much more to be the heel. And then, of course, you're going to build up that underdog story with Becky, which is what you're going for, recycling that rock and stone cold thing from the, the attitude era. So yeah. it, that would make perfect sense. You, you keep Becky out, you, you drag this on, build that storyline up, because this is obviously what's going to close out the show at WrestleMania. No question. Think no about question. It, how many how many weeks have we seen the last segment on Raw and SmackDown be about the women already? Oh, it's 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 unprecedented how much the main event slots have gone to the women lately. Unprecedented. I mean, that's the reason they're doing. That's the reason they're closing the show out now with these, is so that that way it legitimizes them to be the end later because it's the last thing we've seen since January has been Becky, Ronda, Charlotte at the end of the show. So. Absolutely, absolutely. They're definitely gearing up for it. But I and you can even go a different route than putting their career on the line. What if you know you, you can go the legality route? What am I talking about? I'm talking about. Didn't Becky win the Royal Rumble, right? So couldn't she like, you know, you know, I don't know what all this stuff is about, but by law, I'm supposed to be in the main event. You can't take it away. I'm contractually obligated to be in the main. You know what I'm trying to say? Like anything. Yeah, get a get, get a law get a lawyer angle involved. If you're like, no, this is what I won. This is what was supposed to happen. Even though you changed your mind, you didn't have the right to do it. Legally wrong. Yeah, they can exactly. run total behind yeah. that as well. So there's ways to get her in there, but. uh I mean, are they going to go the lady route and just kind of win, not trend, or are they going to do what we talked about and do some, do some more uh, storyline stuff to try to get people invested? I think if you wanted to really get people invested in this being your main event, mm-hmm. close out the show, then you need to do what you're saying. Make it. She's got. She's got to have another month to try to figure out how to get in there. Yeah, like by, like even if it's the last already, minute thing. What, what's going to happen? You got another month of just them talking and beating each other with crutches. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, one week, so. one week Becky is dejected. The next week, Becky shows up with a lawyer. The third week, Becky solidifies that she's back. And the fourth week, we're gearing up for the show. Like anything, the bottom line is you're probably right. All this is probably a moot point that Becky's probably going to win the match. I think you're probably ninety nine percent right. I'm just going the opposite route just to say, you know what? Hey. We all know Becky's going to WrestleMania, okay? A blind man can see Becky's going to WrestleMania. Let's make this thing as unpredictable as possible because this triple threat rumor has been in the works for three, four months. You get longer than that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Last fall. Okay, it's there you go. Survivor like, Series. I mean, that's kind of yeah, ridiculous, Cassidy. Series, this is where they're building at. Yeah, so. Right. I mean, enough is enough, man. If we've been gearing up for a triple threat match for seven, eight months, I mean, or six months, whatever you want to call it, Let's not give it to them until we have to. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's what I was saying. Is it going to be helping number one point? So. Yeah, no doubt, man. This, that'll be, a, that'll be a, a very telling thing is to see what happens there as to how, like, late the writing is going to be for the next weeks as well. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Absolutely. They brought all these new people in, man. Maybe, maybe you'll have some fresh ideas finally. Even yeah. though a lot of people they brought in are old idea guys. But still, we'll, we'll see what happens. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So that leads us to what I think will be the likely main event of this particular pay-per-view, which will be Daniel Bryan versus Kevin Owens. Oh, man. Cassidy, we talked about this off the air. 
I'm very upset, but I'm trying to reel myself back in, okay? I'm trying to get to a point where I'm being more logical. You know, I, I admit I've been all in my emotions ever since Kofi Kingston was taken out of this match. But I'm trying to reel myself in. I'm trying to talk myself off the ledge and believe, like you told me, off the air, you said, this is going to lead to WrestleMania. Just be patient. I'm like, I'm going to try. But we got Kevin Owens. And by the way, to me, a really stupid way to bring back Kevin Owens because it's being overshadowed by the Kofi Kingston controversy. Am I wrong or am I right? Uh, I... We're going to see the new day at Fastlane. They've already told us that this week. Okay. So what are they going to do? Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because they, they teased that on SmackDown. So they're going to be there. We'll see at Fastlane. So you're going to have them maybe out here doing something for this one too? I don't know. It, but I think that they made the change based on the way the crowd got behind him. Mm-hmm. You know, got behind Kofi. I think they, they realized that, you know, if we really want, we really need to do it this way. So I think that's why they put him off at Fastlane. Give him that moment for Mania because I mean it, it was a thing, okay. right? So maybe it serves no purpose taking him out if you're not going to find a way to get him back in, which is what you did with Becky, which is what you've done with all these other guys. They're recycling the storyline a little bit here going on right now at the same time, but there's no way to, there's no reason to take him out of that match and not have him work this match if you're not going to reward. Something at WrestleMania, and he's put those eleven years or whatever it is in. He's he's owed. He's deserved. I don't think to win at WrestleMania, but it would be really nice if he did. You know. But but okay, so we agree on that. We agree after, like I said, I gotta admit to the world. Everybody listening on HubbardWrestlingV.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and right here. Also, shout out to BodySlam.net now exclusively on BodySlam.net as well. I was upset. You kind of talked me off the ledge, right? Okay, Kofi will get his moment. But let's talk about Kevin Owens. Like I said, Kevin Owens, who, by the way, has come back as a face. I like it. Don't, eh, don't, don't love it, but like it. But the fact that Kevin Owens is back, I think, is awesome. He's a tremendous talent. We've missed him greatly. But Kevin Owens now, a returning Kevin Owens, after months and months of being on the shelf, returns to be Kofi Kingston's replacement when Kofi Kingston is at the height of his popularity. So even with Kevin Owens being as cool as he is, even with the implementation of the stunner, even with the implementation of his face promos, okay, is getting 80% of the response he should should be getting out of 100 because people are still a little bit vexed about Kofi. Why Kevin Owens in this spot when you got amazing momentum behind Kofi Kingston. I understand. Get Kofi Kingston out of there. But don't replace him with Kevin Owens when you want to make Kevin Owens... Go ahead. Who else would you have used? Anyone. I mean, I I know it sounds really cliche to say anyone, but but anyone, bro. Like, you can't have Kevin Owens return with maximum momentum if you're going to use Kevin Owens to be the replacement of someone who has maximum momentum. Am I not making any sense? No, that makes sense to me. Totally. I agree with you there, but I also have a thought. It's like, who, who, if you weren't, if you were going to take Kofi out and put somebody else in his place, who on the active roster would you want to derail from their current put Randy Orton in storyline there. that you got mapped out? Put Randy, Randy Orton, Orton in. He's not doing anything. That would make a lot of sense. That would make sense. But then how are you going to bring Owens back? What are you going to do with Owens? I mean, you could have to randomly put him in somehow anyway. Well, okay, okay. You you make a good point. There's going to have to be some mixing and matching here. But 
You put Randy Orton in, who's going to eventually, I think, go head-to-head with AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Um, I agree with that, too. Yeah. Uh, I, get, I mean, put Kevin Owens in with anyone. Have Kevin Owens... Okay, you know what? Have Kevin Owens come back at Fastlane to decide which show he's going to sign with. I think they're trying to work towards that whole mixing of the two brands anyway. I think they're trying... Because, I mean, you've got... You have two Raw... You've got two SmackDown superstars fighting for the Raw title this week. True, true. This weekend. True. I kind of... I think they're with... We're getting real close to this whole uh, Fox deal coming up in a few months. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. I, I think they're going to try to start getting rid of the brand split in some way, maybe. I'm not real sure if that's what they're going to try to do, but it looks like what they're doing. I mean, you're, you're bringing over people... Why else are you having SmackDown people wrestle for the women's title or the Raw women's title? I mean, that doesn't make much sense to me. I, I, there's a whole lot going on I don't know, and this, I agree, it doesn't make much sense to bring Kevin Owens into it. It was very out of place and unexpected. I didn't expect him to be the one that replaced him in that match. But here, here's the thing, here's the thing, Cassidy. Here's the thing, Cassidy. If you want to you bring what? Kevin Owens back, if you want to bring Kevin yeah. Owens back and replace Kofi Kingston, then have Kevin Owens come back as a heel. Not a, not as a he face. Will be a eventually, I think. Okay, all right. I He's you. a face right now. He's a face right now, but I think eventually you get to him being. I okay. don't see. I don't see them leaving him in face for too long. It, it's 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 weird, and it's like you said, it's a very it's 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 confusing writing. It's it's a little almost seems a little lazy, like bringing Owens back just because it's like, well, we don't know what to do with him. This is do this. This gives us time to figure out what to do with Cody. Exactly. So exactly. It. I think we'll get a very clear picture hopefully this week or this weekend when we see uh, what the new day do when they show up because they like they said they told us they're going to be there so they're going to have to do something to progress getting Kofi back into that spot at WrestleMania. I don't think we're going to get a singles match. Okay, we might get another triple threat or, or a four, fatal four way or something. You know what I mean? Okay. There might be something that they do here to get. To mix it up a little bit, how many three ways are you going to have on this match? We've already got the one for the other title. Are you going to do it? The SmackDown men's title, the same as the uh, the women's title. You know, that was a triple threat match. Right? Mm-hmm. So they do, they do like to do triple threat matches. They do like to do a lot of those. So True, true. This is just one of those where it's like, I don't know. I think it's, it's a bunch of uh, victims of circumstances. I think Owens is one of those where mm-hmm. it's just, it's not making much sense what to do with him, but it's better than nothing, I guess. I can <laughs> see, I can see Kevin Owens. Stuff. I can see Kevin Owens as sarcastic as he is because I, I, I think he has. A little bit of sarcasm in him in real life. He, I hear he's a really good guy, but I hear he's, you know, I think he's probably has a little bit of that sarcasm in him. I can see him sitting down with Vince or whoever the decision makers are, and and them telling him the plan, and he and him saying, "So what you want me to do is, you want me to come back as a face, and replace arguably the hottest face on SmackDown in a main event, and expect me to get cheered? How the hell do you expect me to do that?" <laughs> and if he can do it, then. You've definitely witnessed uh, him being able to manipulate the crowd in ways that most people on your roster can't. Exactly. And exactly. That's, that's good if you can do that because then you know that you've got something right there that you can use later. Right. He can work with anything that you give him. Daniel Bryan's one of those guys. True. They give Daniel Bryan garbage, and he ended up turning it into gold every time. Miz is the same way. So, I really, this is one of those I really don't know. I know I don't think they don't know his win. Daniel Bryan has to win this one. I think right? so too. Because you just you just gave him this new belt. Are you going to replace that belt after a month? You know what I mean. You're going to have to. You know, you're gonna, this whole thing is building towards something. You don't put that wooden hemp and uh, birthstone title on him if you're not going to ride that for a little bit longer. So true. True. You got to be going somewhere with this one. It's 
going to be a WrestleMania match, and I, I don't know if you put other people in there, if Kevin Owens just gets lost after this one, but it's going to have to do something with the New Day. There's this, you left them off the card, you left Braun Strowman off the card, so we're going to see some stuff, and I just, uh, I'm interested. I really am, because like I told you, I, was like, I don't know where this one's going to go, but I do have a feeling that they, they, they realize what they got. They saw the way the crowd reacted, the way the internet reacted, and they, they have to capitalize on it. So I think they changed all their plans real quick. Like I told you, like this was supposed to be Kofi at Fastlane, and I don't think he would have won then. But I would rather him go to WrestleMania to where he might win just because they want to give him that WrestleMania moment, and then you can take it off on the next night if you want to, too. They've done that with, like, yeah. Rider and people before. Yeah, easy so, peasy. I mean, easy peasy, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I can see that happening. But... Yeah, how they're going to get him to WrestleMania, I have no clue. But I, I have all the confidence in the fact that they're going to find a way to work him and get him that WrestleMania shot because just, you saw it. I mean, the internet and the way that the crowd and the people got behind him, you can't not capitalize on that. Right. I, I too, think Daniel Bryan retains. Um, I want to make two quick points, and I want to get your opinions on these. Number one, yeah. I'll, make them, I'll make them back-to-back, and I just want you to roll with it. Um, number one, Daniel Bryan becoming a member of the Custom Belt Club, let's say. Uh, Cena, Austin, you know, people like that. Edge, I, I think it's really cool. In an era where everybody gets nameplates, um, I think it's really cool that Daniel Bryan has a moment where he has a custom belt, um, you know, unofficially, but yet symbolically uh, making this the Daniel Bryan era, if that makes any sense, even if it's for a year or, or six months, because Daniel Bryan deserves it. And I think it really caps off a comeback of epic proportion. That's number one. Number two, World titles build legacies, okay? Um, we all know that Mr. Perfect, God rest his soul, is a legend. We all know that Razor Ramon is a legend. Um, we all know that, uh, I'm drawing blanks here, but there's some of the greatest wrestlers of all time who have never been World Heavyweight Champion in WWE and or WCW. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's a one-day reign. I'm, I'm kind of piggybacking off your point a couple couple seconds ago, Cassidy. It doesn't matter if it's a one-day reign. If Kofi Kingston won the title on Raw and lost it on SmackDown, I wouldn't care. I just think that Kofi Kingston, for 11 years of service, and I think exceptional service, and I think Hall of Fame service, deserves to have a world championship on his resume. And you don't want, and I don't want to get overly dramatic on here, right, but you don't want another legend, okay, who's given his life to this industry. You don't want more regret on your heart if you're Vince McMahon or if you're the powers that be saying, you know what, we should have gave him at least one run with the title. Like we should have gave Kurt Henning a run with the title. Like we should have gave um, Scott Hall a run with the title. Because at the end of the day, when it's over, it's over, right? So this is your opportunity. So with those two points, I'll let you have the floor. Uh. But yeah, I can see. I can see where you're going. Yeah, you need to. It would. It would definitely legitimize his career and legacy if he got the belt. But there, he's he's never done anything wrong. He's one of the guys that's like, he is a great guy in the locker room. He's never caused any problems outside the, the business like all these guys have. Scott Hall, on the other hand, I can see why he didn't get his world title reign because he was there was always controversy around him. He was always doing something, and he was probably in the position to get that push, but then he brought it upon himself to ruin it because he's a he was a self-destructive, you know, a ruiner of his own, of no, himself. Like that's he, a that's a that's a know, tremendous that, point. That's a good point you make. Yes. So he, he was his own victim. He was, he was his own work enemy on that one. However, with, with Kofi, I you know, 
until watching the crowd and everybody act like that, I never really would have bought into him being a, a, a world a world champion. Honestly, okay. that's just me because I always kind of saw him as being a, not a, not a comedy act, but like a novelty. You know, okay. it's like all right, well, what's Cody going to do at the Royal Rumble? He's great. Everything he did was great, but I mean, I never really thought of him as a man that pushed until I saw the way that the crowd really got behind him. I'm like, well, man, you got something here. Right. You really do at one point. You got to run with it. And uh, I'm worried though that he, that they're going to do a New Day breakup to get to that point. Okay. Okay. As well. And I can see I can see him doing a uh, kind of like the Shield. You know, when Seth Rollins turned on them, mm-hmm. I can see Xavier or Big E turning on everybody. Right. Right. Feeling like if they should get that spot, like Big E's, like that's that's just belong to me, not you. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. So I mean, there's 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 stuff there that they can work from this and go with it. But uh, man, yeah, I mean, I think if you really want to look like Kofi as being, you know, a huge WWE superstar throughout his entire career, you need to put them on. You need to put it all on. You've given him the title of tag team titles and the Intercontinental title. Did he have the US title? He had the US title once too. Yes, right? yes, he did. Yeah. So I mean, you've already put him on all the mid card belts, and uh, this yeah, would make him this would make him a Grand Slam champion. champion, Cassidy. Yeah, I mean, and that would be shocking to a lot of people. They wouldn't have expected that, you know. So I mean, it would really be it'd be great, but yet I don't think if you do do it, I don't think you give him that long run. Gotcha. You might get it till the next pay per view or the next night, and that's fine. Yeah, you know that's I mean? fine. But like you said, he's now a Grand Slam champion, and there you go. You got he's got a he's now a Hall of Famer. Yep. So. I, I think that it's a good it's a good decision to put the belt on him. How you do it, if you do it, but uh, he's gonna have. There's gonna be some, this is gonna be one that's a lot of storyline involved here. You're gonna have a lot of uh, I think you're gonna have a lot of stuff going on with this gonna be main event push towards WrestleMania. I'm interested to see what they do, but I, I think it's deserving, man. I think you're right. Like it's he's he busted his ass for 11 years. It's time to reward him for something. Absolutely, absolutely. Yo, I mean. This has been an awesome show, man. I, I want to thank you for coming on. Cassidy. We'll do it again, man. Anytime. Let yeah. me know, man. I love it. I love just sitting and talking to people about stuff that that I usually don't get a chance to because there's not a whole lot. Of, I mean, everybody loves wrestling, but yet you don't get to talk, talk to people about it all the time because yeah. that's a unique niche that we have. So, man, yeah, man. Anytime you want me on, man, as long as it works my schedule, you can count me down. No doubt, man. Because we talked, like I said, we talked off the off the air. You know how seriously I take this stuff, man. So, you know, I love it. It's a passion of mine, you know. So it's like, you know, I, I definitely appreciate somebody who shares that that passion. Not just interest, but passion. But before we let you go, man, please let everybody know where they can find you. Um, you know, bodyslam.net, social media, whatever the case may be. Talk to the people, man. Yeah, man. Uh, you can find us. You can check out all of our work on bodyslam.net. Uh, Sean Rice with us, man. Just, you'll, he puts out great editorials constantly. He is the backbone of the editorial and blog section of our group, of our page. So, Make sure you give yourself a, a read there and, and check it out. But, uh, yeah, you can always just follow us online. Uh, I'm on social media. The website, the Body Slam account, is uh, at Body Slam Net on Twitter. You can find us there. Uh, my personal account, you can find me on Twitter at C-A-S-S-H-O-O-O-L-E. Uh, That's my personal one. I don't use it as much just because I'm always on the Body Slam account. But, man, yeah, reach out, follow me, interact with me. I love talking to everybody. So, Let's do it, man. Let's do this more often, man. I'd like to join you again if you ever you have time for me. No, there's there's no question that's going to happen. I want to let the people know that this guy is an upstanding individual. Um, definitely um, a cool guy, a professional. And, uh, you know, Bodyslam.net is, is becoming one of the biggest, wide-ranging uh, professional wrestling um, sources of information 
in uh, the entire country. So uh, we salute you for your efforts. I'm proud to be working with you on your website. I'm glad that I was able to have you on my podcast, and I definitely look forward to doing it again. Okay, my brother? Pleasure's all mine, man. My pleasure. Thank you again. No doubt, man. No doubt. You already know. So with that being said, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this very special edition of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. This WWE Fastlane preview show as we continue the road to WrestleMania. Once again, to all my listeners out there, I checked my stats recently. I have listeners from every state in the United States of America. Thank y'all so much. Every one of the 50 states has listened to my show. I've had listeners also in Mexico. I have listeners in Canada. I have listeners in all the continents. I have listeners in Africa, Europe, Asia, Australia, South America. It's it's such a blessing. I appreciate each and every one of y'all from the bottom of my heart. Thank y'all for your support. Once again, for everybody listening locally in the New York, Westchester area, Becky Bubbles Laundry Center, 3 Huguenot Street, Nourishow, New York. Say hub, headlock. At the front desk, say hub headlock at the front desk between now, March 8, 2019, and March 23, 2019, and get 10% off your drop-off laundry service. Again, Becky Bubbles Laundry Center, 3 Huguenot Street, say hub headlock at the front desk, get 10% off. And as always, hoscrea.com for your web development and web platforming needs. So... If you are listening on Google Play, I thank you. If you're listening on iTunes, I thank you. If you're listening on the Daily Smart, I thank you. If you are listening on Stitcher, I thank you. If you're listening now on Bodyslam.net, I thank you. And of course, if you're listening right here at the home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast, HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, I thank you. So with that being said, on behalf of my guest, Cassidy Haynes, I am your host, Sean Hubbard, and this has been another edition of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. This has been a production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly Podcast. The very best in professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. The ideas and content of this show are the exclusive property of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. The opinions of its hosts and guests are theirs and theirs alone, as this show and website are not associated with any professional wrestling organization.